Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. All right, we are continuing our 49ers roster countdown with the nice ranking hashtag 69 center Donovan West, who he's already turned into kind of a fan favorite because the way that the draft fell, and we're going to dive into all of his background and all those things, but I think the context is important for why he's already a fan favorite. When the 49ers were on the, the, the clock in the third round, people were calling for Donovan West. When they were on the clock in the fourth round, Donovan West. Fifth round, twice in the sixth round, seventh round, Donovan West. It's who the people wanted, and he fell. He fell big time, all the way to undrafted. Uh, the 49ers met with him several times. The connections, you know, he played at Arizona State, so the Herm Edwards, John Lynch, best friend connection, that was there. Teammates with Brandon Ayuk, like there's a lot of that there. 49ers got a steal here. Now, this list is all comprised of who can help the 49ers the most in the 2022 season. That's why he's at number 69. So let's dive in. He's going to be wearing jersey number 61 this year. He's six foot four, 300, which is ideal, almost perfect build for a center. And probably one of my favorite things about him, and I think this is why one of the many reasons why the 49ers liked him, he's 21. He's young, which is... He really thought he could have had that extra year in college. He really thought he was going to be drafted in the mid-rounds. That, that's why he came out. A lot of people. I had a fourth-round grade on him. Now, why did he fall? We're going to talk about that. But this is somebody that you can develop because you have time on his body. Now, he's from Los Angeles area. The Bishop Alamany High School Fighting Warriors. Um, just right before you go through the pass uh, to get out of Los Angeles. He was a three-star recruit. Now, he grew up in Mission Hills, California, fell in love um, watching his older brother play high school football, and even got to take snaps against, you know, edge rusher Kayvon Thibodeau in high school. So, you know, the, the level of competition that he has been playing against, whether through high school, all the way, you know, with Arizona State, he's been around. There's just a lot there. It was a three-star recruit, goes to Arizona State, and, man, versatility, intelligence, that's what this kid brings. Intelligence, you can say that for almost every player on the 49ers roster. He's taken snaps at guard, center, and tackle throughout his career. He was the second team all-pack 12 conference as a junior um, and so like, it was interesting, just kind of all the stuff that he went through and, you know, he was moved all the way around, moved to center, which he didn't practice as a freshman and got starts there, then moved to guard, moved to tackle some, moved back to center. He's been everywhere. So let's go to what is Donovan West's athletic profile His 40 yard time. Okay. He ran a 5.27. Not great. Uh, let's just be really, really honest. Didn't do the three cone, which again is another red flag there. Vertical 28 inches, broad jump 112. That's good. Here's the issue. He has great feet. Great feet. 
He doesn't have speed, and he doesn't change direction direction well, which usually goes against the whole idea of great feet. But, man, his lateral quickness is great, which makes him a perfect fit in the zone scheme. Now, here is part of my draft write-up before he before the draft. So, you know, I went through and, you know, I did a couple breakdowns on Patreon, which you can go check those out if you want to. Um, just patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast. But here is my pre-draft write-up. Before the 49ers selected him, before I knew he was on our team, this is what I had to say. Versatile. Started all three interior positions. Centers where he's going to be. Started as a true freshman. Um, great get off moves extremely well laterally. Athleticism shows consistently. He only allowed one sack in the last two years. But... This is the big but. We'll need time to develop because of lack of consistency. Highlights, and if you go watch highlights, you're going to love this kid. The problem was there were several times each game I watched where it was like, ooh, you can't do that. You're going to get your quarterback killed. And, you know, in the Pac-12, you can kind of make up for those things. Can't do that in the NFL, especially with a young quarterback like Trey Lance. Very good on the move. I said a day three pick um, that could go at any point. I was wrong. He didn't go day three. Um, not much power. That is another issue. Questionable anchor. He gets pushed back. He stays between his man and the, the quarterback, but it needs it needs some work. He needs power. He needs better speed. He needs better power. Um, very good balance, though. I did have that. Great balance stays on his feet. Whenever I'm watching O-line film, I always have like a little tally sheet next to me, O-line, D-line, and I just mark down in a game how many times they fall down. Now, that's a huge negative. He didn't fall down much at all and just now turned 21. So that's kind of what I had on him. Now, pro football focus grades, you know, are interesting. He he scored a 73.3 in 2021, 372 pass block snaps, one sack, zero hits, four hurries. So if you're just looking at those metrics, you're like, oh, this guy is a second, third round pick. It's the way in which he does it. The lack of consistency and playing against elite talent, he gets bullied. Um, that's something he's going to have to step up, especially whenever you look at the NFC West division. You can't release this guy against Puna Ford. I mean, like those type of guys will eat his lunch. Uh, you just can't do it. Aaron Donald for sure. You know, you can go on and on and on. But he's got some work that he needs to get to. There's no doubt about it. But he's great. And you look at his alignment over his career, took 889 snaps at center, 704 snaps at right guard, 260 snaps at uh, left guard, and one snap at right tackle, which is awesome. Now, you look at his athletic traits, uh, and again, feet, nine. Nine. He's up there. Strength, three. You see what I mean? Like, he's got some great traits that you can work with that are a foundation of how he could make this roster, but strength, three, frame, four. That ain't good. Explosiveness, six. Flexibility, eight. He's a nimble center. Without top-end speed, without change of direction, without power. But, man, his feet are great. He's just got to fix that. Uh, athletic comp that I gave for him was Nate Davis. Playstyle comp was Joe Dahl. Here's the thing. Let's get in this. He's played in 21 career games. So even though he's only 21, he's played in 21 games. He's got decent experience. 49ers depth chart, not doing him any favors. You know, Some people thought that he could step in. And be the guy this year? I'm telling you right now, that is just not the case. Listen, this is the current 49ers depth chart. And you could argue with one and two. Whether that's Jake Brendel or Dan Brunskill taking snaps at center, that's fine. But that's one, two. 
Keaton Sutherland was taking snaps ahead of him with the second team all offseason in minicamp. Spencer Burford, who they drafted much earlier, they said could take snaps at center. Nick Zekiel, drafted much earlier, they said could take snaps at center. Then you get Donovan West, and then, oh, guess what? There's another undrafted free agent who they said maybe they could put at center as well, and that's Jason Poe. So I believe the most likely scenario is that he's going to land on the practice squad. I cannot find a way to get this kid on the 53-man roster. There's no way they're going to carry three centers, especially when Jake Brindle and Donovan West will be not... They're going to be taking snaps exclusively at center. So Shanahan likes to keep one guy that can do center guard, back up the entire interior offensive line. That's not Jake Brindle. That is not Donovan West. Maybe eventually he could work to that guard position, but he's just not there. With the anchor questionability that he has now, it's not there. So this is one of the players that I will stake my claim on will be on the practice squad. I'm telling you, there's just too much potential. A 21-year-old center with that much footwork, he's going to be on the practice squad. So that's why I have him at 69, because I don't think there's any chance he makes the 53-man roster. Even with an injury or two, I don't see it. But this kid is a lock, lock, capital L, to be on the practice squad because of his potential and long-term, long-term contribution to the 49ers i would not be shocked at all if donovan west is starting at center next year wouldn't be shocked this year not happening <laughs> it's not happening maybe after like week 10 and an injury happens he could step in and be a backup but this is the kyle shanahan red shirt agenda for rookies whether undrafted or drafted don't care um i like him i'm very very excited can't believe the 49ers got him basically for free um donovan west a lot of people love him rightfully so because he's great you just gotta wait he's undercooked he's raw <laughs> which from texas that's usually a good thing but anyway um i like this kid i really really do you just gotta wait i mean it's the christmas present under the tree you've got a full year till you get to unwrap it the good news is you get to coach him up and keep him in your system and with the fact that he was an undrafted free agent and slid past everybody, I doubt he gets poached. But if another team that has a similar Shanahan zone blocking, you know, Jets, Dolphins, whatever, you can go through on whatever, um, then you kind of got to be careful. But I think it's a risk the 49ers are willing to take. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to another episode of the 49ers roster countdown, and we are at number 68. And ladies and gentlemen, let me just be very, very honest. The cutoff <laughs> has happened. You only get to keep 53 guys. And this whole, the premise of this entire series who plays a bigger impact in the 2022 49ers season only, 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 only. I'm not looking long-term. Wide receiver Tay Martin marks the cliff, um, and he's on the right side of the cliff. The, these are players that are going to turn into fan favorites, even though you don't know them yet. A lot of people don't. This kid's for real. We are now in the realm, moving here forward. These people are going to be should make the roster. Now, 68, all right, well, only 53 get in. That's, you know, 15 guys that we're going to be short. Doesn't matter. And it's a testament to the 49ers' depth that they have built. Tay Martin's for real. And he has so many elite traits. Got some issues. Undrafted free agent. So, yeah, you could throw that in there as well. But I'm telling you this right now. Tay Martin's for real. And he's going to catch on somewhere. You know, I don't... He is the first guy where I'm like, ooh, I have a hard time not putting him in the 53-man roster. The only reason why he won't make the 53-man roster is that wide receiver six is if the 49ers decide to only keep five wide receivers with their initial ranking. So let's dive in. Tay Martin, wearing number 83, bold, all right, six foot three, 185. He is in the physical build of this new wide receiver kind of string bean elongated whatever not a lot of muscle that's not really what he does almost like a basketball player power forward type guy that's out there on the on the football field now he's 6'3 185 he's 24 years old okay so that's that's one of the ones that you kind of got to look at he's a little bit more seasoned transferred in his time from Washington State to Oklahoma State we'll get into that but Let's dive into a little bit of his background. He is from South Louisiana, uh, played at Ellender Memorial. Now, whenever I say South Louisiana, I don't mean South Louisiana. I mean, like, this dude is in the bayou, south of Baton Rouge, south of New Orleans, if that's even at all possible, the Fighting Patriots. Um, and he had a hell of a year there. I mean, the, the dude kind of showed up and was just a stud. Um, he was named All-State, you know, played 4A ball, just so uh, Louisiana. Louisiana football is pretty damn good. And so All-State 4A as a senior had 45 catches for eight touchdowns. Also rushed for 495 yards and five more touchdowns. And on defense, 36 tackles and two interceptions. Like the dude was all over the place and also had two punch return for a touchdown. Like whenever, whenever I talk about Tate Martin, 
better football player than wide receiver. Okay. Now I use that term a lot, you know, coaching, you know, scouting, whatever. He's a better football player than whatever. His body type limits him to the wide receiver position. There's nothing else that he could really play in the NFL, but he's just a football tough player. His metrics aren't going to wow you low end on the speed, whatever else doesn't matter. Whatever it is, he's got it. He's got it in spades because he had the ability and showed this uh, at Washington State, in high school, at Oklahoma State. It, it's it's the old NBA jam, right? Like, oh, he's heating up. Like, this kid has it. He has that take over a game and be the best player on the field. In fact, he did so like four games his senior year at Oklahoma State. Um, he, he's incredible, you know, four year letter winner start as a true freshman for a four A school in Louisiana is pretty damn impressive. Um, lettered in basketball track. He's a high jumper and that shows on film. This dude goes and gets it. And he was an all district player in basketball. So he's just in a, he's an athlete, but not in the measurable sense. Like it doesn't matter. You just get him the damn ball, let him play. He just. It shows up in the gym, on the track, on the field. Doesn't matter. He shows up. Now, his freshman year in 2017 at Washington State, played in all 13 games. So, again, you're continuing this MO of he shows up, he plays, period. That's all that is. Only got one start, but he was named uh, all-freshman second team Pac-12 his freshman year. And so showed up and, you know – also, what's important about him, too, special teams coverage, which he has a long history of, whether kick coverage, um, you know, kickoff coverage, punt coverage, and returns, he can bring it all. Now, the speed, probably not in the NFL going to be a returner, but he's going to be a special teams player. Sophomore year, started 13 games at the X and was all over the place. Uh, had eight touchdowns, you know, recorded three 100-yard games. And, again, this is, again, another one of those things where – Whenever he's on, he's on. When he's off, consistency is an issue. Junior year, appeared in 13 games, seven as a starter, did pretty well. He was rated as pro football focus, third best blocking wide receiver in the country. So, yeah, to stop me, if, you know, Kyle Shanahan's going to love that. Then he transferred his senior year and, you know, stayed, uh, went to, I'm sorry, transferred to Oklahoma State where he backed up Tylen Wallace, which if you guys have been around for a minute, you guys know how much I like Tylen Wallace coming out last year. I think I had a third round grade on him. He was incredible. But backed him up, um, played special teams almost exclusively, had 15 catches, you know, nothing too big. Then his super senior year because of COVID and all those things, it was finally his turn. All Big 12. <laughs> I mean, the dude dominated. Finished with over 1,000 y- yards receiving, 10 receiving touchdowns, 80 catches on the year, all of which led the team. Um, finished number one in the Big 12 in receiving yards. And what's more important to me is five of those games, he just dominated. And if you want to watch one game to, like, fall in love with Tate Martin, go watch the Fiesta Bowl against number five, Notre Dame. It doesn't matter who he's playing against, whether it was Texas, Texas Tech. A lot of his best games were against best competition. He shows up. So number five, Notre Dame. Um, OSU's down 28-7. to The dude came out and played out of his mind, scoring three straight touchdowns, had 10 catches, and sure enough, <laughs> they came back and won the game. Down 28-7, they came back and won. And it was all because this guy just took over the damn field. Um, so... 
couple things about him personally. Um, his full name, I want to mess this up, Davon Tavion Martin, um, born in 97, December 14th. So he's already 24, a little bit older. Has a daughter um, whose beautiful name, Rain, um, born in February 2019, and was a university studies major. So I like this guy. I like the texture that he brings the family back. He's a, he's a grown man. There's no doubt about that. Already a dad. And so he's got stuff to play for. And, you know, you look at his athletic profile, not great. Ran a 4.5840. Not bad for 6.3. Not great. Speed doesn't show on film. I'm going to be really honest with you. Ran a 7.3 cone, which is pretty dang good, actually. For a 6'3 guy. Vertical, 36 inches. He's a high jumper. 6'3, 36 inch vert. Dude's getting up there now. Um, now, my scouting profile on him and things that I saw on tape. Born to run the fade. Red zone specialist. Again, it's you can't measure certain things. This guy, you just throw him the damn ball. He comes down with it. Probably his best trait is body control when the ball's in the air. He attacks the ball every single freaking time. Every single time. Um, and whenever he's on, just think NBA Jam, man. Uh, he's on fire. Like, that's what it is. Whenever he's on, you just start peppering the ball to him. He takes over. Breaks off his routes very, very well. Better football player than wide receiver. Gonna need a little bit more seasoning. But, man, I, you cannot watch this guy's game tape and not see shades of DeAndre Hopkins. Now, he's DeAndre Hopkins super light. Like, I, I understand that. Um, but similar play style. That's what I'm talking about, where he doesn't win with speed. Just throw the ball in his direction. He snatches it. A deep, you know, body control, comeback routes, breaking off uh, deep routes. Man, it's just, it's what he does. And it fits perfectly with Trey Lance's skill set. Um, you know, I think it comes down to, you know, the player we just finished up, I think number 70 overall is Marcus Johnson. You know, if I'm picking who the wide receiver six is going to be, it comes down to Tay Martin. And it comes down to Marcus Johnson because they have elite skill set that translates. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. Now, there is a very real possibility that the 49ers do not keep six. And I don't care if Tay Martin doesn't make the initial 53-man roster. This dude's making the practice squad. I don't. Outside of injury, he's on the practice squad because his upside is just too bright. It's too bright. It's way too bright. So I like this kid. I don't have him making the 53, man, but he's it's just so hard. And, you know, here we are at number 68, 53, get in. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Continuing our 49ers roster countdown with a fun one. Number 67, running back Jordan Mason out of Georgia Tech, the Yellow Jackets, baby. Um, this kid, this is like Kyle Shanahan going shopping um, and his gifts from the past. And what I mean by that is whenever I see Jordan Mason, when I read about Jordan Mason, when I watch Jordan Mason, whenever I do anything with Jordan Mason, whole time I'm just like, this is Alfred Morris. This is Alfred Morris in a past life. He's a clone, man. Um, and I mean that in the best positive possible sense, uh, not trying to slight at all. Um, so who is Jordan Mason? He's wearing number 41. First off, when I see a running back with a four in front of it, I go straight William Floyd, bar none. I'm just like, yeah, let's get it. Tom Rathman, and he fits this class. Came in just barely over 5'10". You know, some people, some sites are going to have him 5'11 if they round up. 5'10", 223. This dude is a brick 
house. Uh, <laughs> he's a big dude, man. 23 years old, entering his rookie season, undrafted free agent. A lot of people had sixth, seventh round grades on him. Um, I didn't get my draft work done on him just because I it wasn't a burner, whatever else. But this shift, Trey Sermon, TDP, Jordan Mason, this is the new Kyle Shanahan running back that he wants to pair with Trey Lance. He wants first downs. He wants to convert short yarded situations. He wants to convert red zones. Jordan Mason fits that thread with those other three guys. And I'll, I'll be really honest with you. If Jordan Mason would have been on this roster two years ago, he'd be everybody's favorite, you know, un, undrafted free agent crush. We get one every year. Not sure who it's going to be this year. Jordan Mason's pretty high on that list. And before I continue, I'm telling you this right now. I cannot see or envision a world in which Jordan Mason is not called up to the active roster at some point this year. He's going to surpass some guys. I'm telling you that right now. There's just too much. There's too much that he does well that running backs on the current roster do not do well. All right, but before we get to that, let's back up. Let's go back to high school. Jordan Mason's journey. Um, he played at Gallatin High School in Tennessee, home of the Green Wave. Um, I like their high school uniforms. It's the Green Bay look. Uh, so it's that G, right? Um their stadium's awesome. I've been to Gallatin, Tennessee uh, before in the past. Did a job of my dad out there whenever I was a kid uh, building apartments. But this is northeast of Nashville, tucked away in the mountains, uh, probably about, I don't know, 30 miles northeast of um, Nashville. And he, he's a smart guy. Business administration. Guy's got his head on his shoulders. There's no doubt about that. Now, if you look at kind of what he did whenever he was at Georgia Tech, he stepped in right away and was the guy. So you're talking a four-year starter, and his freshman, sophomore year was the bell cow. Then had to kind of split carries. Um, you know, they brought somebody else in. I don't want to spend time talking about him. And then it was kind of a, you know, tandem backfield. So his numbers and kind of notoriety dipped. But, man, when you watch him, okay, a couple things. This dude began playing football at the age of five, by the way. Um padded football at the age of five they do it different in the south toughness understanding you know special teams this dude is a bulldog that wants to fight for everything that is difficult consistency that's one of the things like he's the quintessential 20 carry 100 yard back he's not splashy he's not you know your 40 yard burst down the sideline that's not what he is he's I'm running through what you give me. I'm going to slip arm tackles. I'm going to do whatever it is to get first downs. He's a chain mover, okay? Now, if you look at what he's been able to accomplish in the ACC, I mean, good gosh, top 10 in the ACC in touchdowns ever. <laughs> attempts and yards in 2019, he was top 10. 15th in school history and attempts had 449 rush attempts. So he had a lot more work than TDP did um, throughout his college career. And probably my favorite stat from him, he broke a tackle on 44% of his attempts in 2021. Best in the country. Tied for best in the country. Uh, he's breaking a tackle every other carry. Um, and so that, that's kind of what he is. Now let's look at his athletic profile, ran a four, five, eight, not a speedster, but again, 220 plus pounds. You're not really expecting that three cone, 7.19, not shifty, uh, vertical 33. That's pretty solid. And again, probably his, his claim to fame. And this is, this kind of shows you who he is 
21 bench press reps at 225 pounds. He didn't get invited to the combine. If he would have, he would have been the number one running back that was draft eligible. He's strong, man. It's upper body. It's toughness. It's Emmitt Smith's shoulders. It's, you know, bowling ball thighs, Maurice Jones-Drew style. He's none of those guys. He's an undrafted free agent. But I'm telling you right now, man, Maurice, I'm trying to paint a picture. When I watch him play, decisive, you know, B-gap slasher. That's just, he runs through arm tackles. It's Alfred Morris clone, man. I'm telling you. Not sexy, but beefy. <laughs> uh, came on as an undrafted free agent. Again, you look at his career stats with what he could do. 43 games, 20 starts, 449 attempts, 23,000 yards, 17 touchdowns. Um, you know, my personal write-up on him, at his best, slipping through arm tackles. He can run over people, but that's not his M.O., he finds creases and attacks the crease. And so, you know, it's kind of like a defensive end tacking an offensive lineman in pass rush. You attack quarter man, you win. You attack half man, you got a chance to win. You attack full man, you're not going to win. Nobody ever gets a clean hit on the dude. Um, he's north-south runner, not shifty. But, man, he attacks that inside of the elbow on the arm tackle and just carries folks. Um, great in special teams, holds holds his own in the passing game. I didn't see any negatives there, but with his body type, you're not going to be a third down back. That's not what it is. He's going to be a short yardage kind of chain mover. That's what that's what short. I mean, red zone. That's what this dude brings. And you know, I'll be honest with you, I love TDP, and I think he's going to pan out. But it's got a very similar feel to last year, right? Trey Sermon was the early back. Didn't pan out. The late round guy, Elijah Mitchell, took over. Man, if TDP struggles, Ty Davis Price, which I don't think he will, but if he does, there is space on this roster for Jordan Mason. I could 100% see him come in. So let's talk best case scenario. He showcases his power and Kyle, and they keep him around on the practice squad. That's where he needs to belong. Okay. Um, that's where he needs to belong. But, again, I'm going to say this again. I'd bet the farm that this dude gets called up and gets active carries in the game this season. I, I'm just telling you, with the way the 49ers go through running backs and injuries and whatever else, if this kid can prove he can, one, not fumble, two, be decent and pass pro, man, you're talking weeks five, six, seven on. Injury happens to anybody. This dude should be one of the guys called up. It just makes way too much sense, especially with what he does on special teams. This dude can be on all of them. All of them. Now, most likely scenario, um, he's got four out of five people ahead of him, and he's going to have to beat somebody out or an injury. You know, Elijah Mitchell, Ty Davis Price, Jeff Wilson Jr., that's one of the guys that I can see these two kind of going at each other. Sermon, I think, is safe. Um, and then you got Hasty there as well. So he's got to be able to pass some of those guys. I don't think he's in contention with Hasty because Hasty does that third down roll. It's, it's Wilson, Jeff Wilson Jr., Trey Sermon, Jordan Mason. I think they keep two out of three of those guys. Can can Mason surpass one of those two and prove he belongs? That's what it looks like. Um, but uh, most likely with Jordan Mason, he's going to be on the practice squad. But this should be everybody's team favorite. When that preseason comes out, baby, and y'all see him run through some arm tackles, Everybody's going to be like, oh, Elijah Mitchell, 2.0, all that stuff. I'm telling you right now, people are going to love this kid whenever they get to see him under the bright lights during the preseason and training camp.
Welcome to another edition of the 49ers roster countdown. We are at 66. And outside of Brock Purdy, the quarterback, this is the first drafted rookie that we have on this list. And again, as we go through him, I think you'll realize why we have him at 66. Defensive lineman, tackle really, Kalia Davis. Energy, fun, hilarious, class clown, Dude is just electrifying on and off the field, and his story mimics that as well. He's going to be wearing jersey number 93, which is bold, uh, going with the DJ Jones number afterwards. And, you know, he he plays like DJ Jones, body style similar to DJ Jones, 6'2", 310, and he's 23 years old. Now, one of the things that's probably most interesting about Kalia Davis, he was a linebacker. <laughs> um, linebacker in high school, played at West Florida Tech in Pensacola, Florida, right next to the Alabama border. Like, it's got Alabama on top, it's got Alabama to the side, and it's got the ocean on the bottom. It's basically southern Alabama, um, the fighting Jaguars. And, man, he was a top-tier inside linebacker um his entire kind of career uh played for harry lee uh harry lee's at florida tech and was named you know class 5a all state as a linebacker kind of did you know all state as a junior all state as a senior um he was a three-star recruit by espn and number 41 amongst inside linebackers in the country now um he chose you know, his college entire thing, he went to Central Florida, which is interesting, but they get a lot of top-tier prospects. They get they get a lot of talent, no doubt. He redshirts his freshman year, but was all academic team, um, you know, his redshirt freshman year. Then his comes back, played 10 games, you know, as linebacker, all that stuff. Again, all academic team. Um, his sophomore year... Last year, you know, he started the year at inside linebacker and transitioned to defensive lineman, which is interesting. So the last nine games of the season, he went to defensive tackle and just kind of a pass rusher, whatever else. He was named first team all conference by pro football focus his first year ever playing DT um, again, earned all academic team honors and conference honors for the AAC as a redshirt sophomore redshirt uh, junior year opted out for COVID. But still was all academic conference again. I mean, almost every single prospect we talk about on this list, intelligence, academics, work ethic, character, that is what they're going after. Now, his redshirt senior year, 2021, um, started the first five games of the season and then tore his ACL. Now, hold on. <laughs> this is one of the very first players that the 49ers have drafted in the past two draft classes. That has a quote-unquote current injury. Um, and I get everybody's like, why draft these guys? Well, the reason why he was drafted is because the 49ers currently have three defensive tackles in the last year of their contracts. And so because of that, you, you this is a pick for next year. The 49ers redshirt rookies. We know that. This kid is going to be redshirted. Might come back if there's an injury or something in November, December. But that's the earliest he's going to be around. Um, and when they drafted him, that was the entire plan. Like they didn't think that they had somebody that could make the roster at that point. And so they drafted somebody that could help in the future. So this is a, he's going to start off on IR, um, you know, probably NFI non-football injury related, because even though the injury took place playing football, 
If an injury takes place before you're drafted, it is classified as a non-football injury. I hate how they do that, but anyway, that's what it is. Now, if we look at what he was able to accomplish in five games, mind you, okay, just in five games before he tore his ACL, made 17 tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, um, had one sack, three quarterback hurries, and just five games. He was named the AAC Defensive Player of the Week uh, for one of those games and earned preseason third all-team conference, uh, all those things, and got invited to the Combine. So if you're looking for production, if you're looking for instant impact, Kalia Davis ain't it. And, you know, a big reason why he's 66 on our list, our entire list is predicated upon the simple concept, which players have the largest impact for 2022 only. There's a strong chance, I don't think he'll be starting, but I think he could be the number three defensive tackle next year behind Eric Armstead and Javon Kinlaw if everything goes well. Um, that's kind of the plan. So think DJ Jones' career arc trajectory, similar body style, similar numbers, similar, I mean, they're similar parts of the country where they, they played high school ball at and college ball. So it's 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 interesting kind of what they're doing. This is a long-term play. And, you know, we look at metrics. We don't have a lot. He tore his ACL, so you're not getting a 40. You're not getting a three cone. You're not getting jumps. You're not getting all those things. But, you know, if you look at just what you can measure, 9.5-inch hands, 33.5-inch arms, 30 bench press reps, dude's strong, 23 years old. He had two official interviews with the 49ers before the draft. This is somebody they were targeting, um, not just a player that fell in their lap. Oh, well, let's see what's happened. No, no, no. Two official. Like, if you get one interview with the 49ers, that's something. Two official interviews. Um, and if you look at his tape, okay, so went back and we did a breakdown over on Patreon, which if you haven't checked out our Patreon yet, head over there, patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast, or just type in 49ers and Patreon in Google. We're the first page that uh, pulls up. Um, we've got videos on all these guys that you can see. His tape tells me two things, quickness, penetration. That's what he does. He is a disruptor. He, um, again, athleticism is off the charts. This dude played linebacker his whole life. And didn't change until his redshirt sophomore year. So he's raw still. Um, never stops running. Motors top notch. He is a tweener. He's a little short. Um, but, man, he's a slicer. And so I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Adam Peters, who's, you know, number two in line in our personnel department behind John Lynch. Um, you know, he talked about how UCF runs a very similar defensive front as the 49ers. So it was very easy to evaluate. Um, so really like my athletic comp is Dominique Easley. My play style comp, what he looks like is Mike Daniels. Um, so undersized, tough, mean, high energy slasher. That's just going to disrupt play in the inside. That's what he does. It, it literally, I, I didn't want to put DJ Jones cause I thought that was cheating, but that's what he is. So you just got to understand that's what you're hoping to get out of him. Now, mini camps and all that kind of stuff. OTAs, he was with Javon Kinlaw the entire time on the side of the field rehabbing, just going through things, which I was surprised. I didn't think he would be doing anything physically, but him and Kinlaw were on the side. They're kind of overcoming very similar injuries, very similar time frames, um, and so very similar position, body style. It's a big difference whenever you're a 300-pound-plus defensive tackle recovering from an ACL and you're a 180-pound wide receiver or corner coming back from an ACL. They're not the same thing. You're carrying an extra 120 pounds on that knee. It changes things. So the fact that they're going through this together, I think, is promising on so many levels. Um, now, best case scenario, starts off on IR. That's going to happen. So 
he's going to be around for a while, but he's not going to count as a roster spot. That's a good thing. Earliest thing that he can do is kind of come back. Man, I'm guessing November ish. You know, some just because you don't need him. So even if he is a full go at training camp, I guarantee you the 49ers are going to go. Nope, you're not cleared. Just keep rehabbing, keep rehabbing, keep rehabbing. They're going to keep him on the side. Now you get a defensive tackle go down. You get two defensive tackles go down in October. Then it's time. All right, we need you to start working in. This is Kalia Davis is a break glass in case of emergency at the defensive tackle position. That's it. That's it. Um, I, I strongly, really, really, really do doubt that he is active in the first half of the season. Um, he's going to be stashed. And again, you know, if this was long-term impact on the 49ers, I think he would probably be closer to like 50, 49, somewhere around there. But because the injury and all those things, Kalia Davis, I don't think we're going to see him this year. Maybe in the end as a rotational guy, and that's it. Next year... He's going to be a lot higher on this list. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this breakdown of Kalia Davis. He's fun. Go watch some uh, clips of his press conference, which I have up on my channel as well. Uh, he's a fun guy to talk to. He's hilarious. And so thank you to Josh and Anthony. You guys are incredible executive producers of this series. And we're just going to keep on going through these numbers. 65 up next. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.